Today, I think I've recorded three podcasts. It's just one of those days where I'm sitting here creatively and I'm having great ideas and I'm having the actual choice of being able to sit down and talk about them. And this one just hit me and I was thinking about it. And I've never really touched the subject of this. So, I'll I'll say the subject first and then we will uh, go into it. My question or the thing that we're going to talk about today, is and one of these elements that I feel like just really bugs me. And this is not the key problem that I would say that is, of course, the subject being what makes country music today awful. And one element that I will say that is evident to me, and I can tell when people use it and don't use it, and of course, I don't know, maybe all artists use it, but not to the extreme. That is the concept of auto-tune. Now, Cole, you may be sitting there like, what is auto-tune, right? Auto-tune is, by definition, a device or facility for tuning something automatic, especially a vocal performance, an auto-tune vocal performance. Listen, everybody screws up. Like, the amount of times that I wish I could have auto-crack, auto, see, auto-crack, auto-crack, <laughs> auto-tune is, you do not want to know how many times my voice cracks. I have a really dark voice, by tradition. Not necessarily, like, really dark, like Josh Turner dark, but, like, my voice is in the medium of high and low. And it's a weird place to be because sometimes when I'm going higher, just because that's my natural progression of, like, if I'm upset or whatever, it cracks. Auto-tune would be great if I could just have that for my everyday day, where I can be just like, have it on and never crack my voice ever again. be absolutely wonderful. I would have no problem with One thing that I will say is auto-tune absolutely destroys music. And what I mean by that is... Not necessarily to the extreme of them using auto-tune, because I'm sure many artists use auto-tune, but the people that decide that they're going to let auto-tune essentially sing the song in the tone that they need for them is absolutely idiotic. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that there is no excuse for a computer to have to essentially change your voice in order for it to sound good. Because that is not what music is for. There are a lot of artists that have sang songs that may not have the greatest voices out there. And I'm not even talking about the music genre of country music. I can talk about any. There are songwriters out there that sing their own songs that may not have the most iconic sounding voices of all. And I understand that production value is important when it comes to songs. Things have to be polished. Some things have to be changed. I get it. And I'm not sitting here acting like I am an absolute know-it-all when it comes to producing music at all because I have literally no experience. I've tried my best to sit here and play a song that I wrote with my guitar with two chords because I can't hardly play anything instrumental. I'm tempting to learn, but it's just these hands ain't made for it, man. And 
just to even think about someone like, all right, so what I'm going to do to make my music and to sell my music, I'm going to hit these 15,000 same themes, which is another story for another day. Calm yourself. You'll, you'll get there. <laughs> but the thing that really gets me is they sit there and they will let a computer correct every single wrongdoing when it comes to their music. If an instrument goes out of tune, if their voice cracks, if their voice doesn't hit the particular note that it's supposed to, they're like, you know what, don't worry about it, the computer can fix it for you, and then you don't have to worry about error. Because one thing that, if there's anything in my life that I've learned, is that there is no growing if there's no failure in your life. If you don't fail at something, you're not going to grow. If you don't hit rock bottom sometimes, then, I mean, you're not growing. You're If you're not striving to be a better person and grow, then I don't know what to tell you other than you probably should look towards that because growing is one of the greatest things in life. And no matter how old you are, there's always some type of growth that you can learn. It may not be necessarily easy, but if you put the work in, you can grow. Like, for instance, with this podcast... I feel like it's helping me grow not in regards to, you know, it's helping me in the regards of being able to get my opinion out there in a solid, constructive form with the correct vocabulary and thoughts and principles without sounding too cut up and choppy. Because when it comes to a personal conversation that I can have with somebody, Absolutely, that's no problem. But when it comes to a conversation where I'm talking about a particular subject, maybe at work, it can be choppy sometimes because I'm trying to think on the fly, relay what I'm thinking into my talking all at the same time. There's a lot of elements, a lot of working gears there that sometimes don't compute. And sometimes what comes out of my mouth is just blip, absolute garbage. Just, ugh. Don't even want to think about it. But the way that this podcast works is not only am I able to think on the fly and talk about it, I can edit it if need be, but most of the time I don't sit there and literally go through the podcast and be like, I'm taking this out and taking this out, taking this out. I keep 95% of what I say in the podcast, and the 5% that I take out is me like throwing up over my words or sitting there with the um. The um, and then insert 20 seconds of pause. I get rid of those, not for me, but for the quality of the podcast. So I do get getting rid of certain elements of, you know, insert space here, insert whatever situation. But when it comes to, of say, I make the mistake of saying, like, Instead of tomato, I say potato or whatever. If I alter my voice with auto-tune to say tomato in a robotic voice, then that's not me. That is the computer doing the work. And I would argue that country music is the same. Any musical genre is the same. That's why like I'm like one of those old people that's like, Music ain't what it used to be and I wish that music could be back to what it was, blah, 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 blah. That's what I seem like. I'm 24 years old, about to be 25 here in a couple of 
well, a couple days, a couple weeks. And one thing that I will say about country music is I love it because it's songs about me and it's relatable because the singers are close to what I usually am in regards to not necessarily age, but like, you know, they're actually been in the traditional values or whatever of where they've been at in their lives. They've been born in the South, born in rural area, learn, listen to old country music, whatever. But when it comes to saying, I'm going to let auto-tune do this because I don't sound good, that's idiotic because go back to listen to like Jimmy Rogers and listen to like Towns Van Zant, Chris Christopherson. Do you think those people use auto-tune in their recordings? Yeah, maybe they altered, you know, a note or two in regards to, like, the musical value of, like, producing it, like, recording, if they had the chance to do that. I mean, back in 1920, it might be hard for Jimmy Rogers to be like, yo, I need this note to be turned to this and this. And No, it was raw. It was its own ordeal. And auto-tune does not belong, I would say, in music in general, personally, I feel like if you have to alter your voice in order to sound good to the point of it being more computer than it is actuality voice, you don't belong in the music industry. That might be a hot take, and I won't take back that opinion. That's what I believe. If you think that sitting in front of a computer and being able to alter your voice and make it sound really cool musically is a great way to be a musician... To pay your bills? No. Because you know what happens? Someone comes to your concert and they hear you and you don't you don't sound anything like you sound like on the recordings. You're not able to perform to that standard. That's important. Going out and performing in person is important. And I can talk about people like Josh Morningstar, Brother Wilson, and Cody Jinks, Ward Davis, I've heard all of them live. I'm actually going back in August to see Ward at Black Mountain. I hope to see any of you guys there if you live in North Carolina. I'm going to see Ward Davis, and I can tell you for a fact, when you go to their concert, they sound like the recordings. They sound like them. They don't sound like R2-D2, C-3PO, hybrid, robot, whatever. They sound like them. They sound like what they record. Now, in the recordings, will their voice be a little bit higher or lower than the instrumentals? Absolutely, because they do have to balance that. But when it comes to their voice, they sound like who they are. And then you throw me into, for instance, my mom really likes Jelly Roll. And I have no problem with Jelly Roll. His story is absolutely amazing. And that's why my mom and my dad love Jelly Roll's music. And I won't get into like the whole genre of country music and Jelly Roll and anything because honestly I've not really sat down and listened to Jelly Roll. My first interpretation of Jelly Roll is going to be at this concert that my mom wanted to go to. She wanted tickets and I bought them for her because it is my Mother's Day gift to her. That's what she wanted and I decided I was going to go with her. And it would be a good instance to see how, to see how it would all go because... Jelly Roll seems to be like a really cool, honest dude. Uh, I support him 100% in regards to what he does musically. 
But when it comes to the actual music that he produces, do I deem it country music or not? That will be for me to decide when I go to the concert. I'm going to pull a Christian. I'm going to go in absolutely, completely blind, not listen to a song, listen to the concert, and decide is Jelly Roll Country. That might be the title of the podcast, whatever. But that is something that I am really looking forward to. Another instance is I'm going to listen to Thomas Rhett on July 20th, the day before my birthday, with my boy Blake. He actually texted me and asked me if I was interested on in going. I said, absolutely, 100%. Gives me something to talk about on the podcast. Thomas Rhett, a lot of traditional country people open for Thomas Rhett. So, therefore, I would sit there and think, you know, well, maybe Thomas Rhett is country music more closer than, you know, Luke Bryan or, you know, whatever. Jason Aldean, for instance. And I'm not saying Jason Aldean isn't country. Of all time, because back in the day, Amarillo Sky, Flyover States, etc., have really good meanings behind them. And I feel like that's what's truly lost in country music today. So, Autotune does not belong in the industry because A, it changes who they sound like. B, when people go into the concerts to listen to them, they don't sound anything like who they are. So, they're disappointing. Essentially, you go to a concert and you listen to them and they sound absolutely horrific and they don't sound anything close to what they sound like in the recording. How are you supposed to feel? Cheated? Absolutely. Like, there's no excuse for that. And then that opens the door for them using auto-tune in their concerts. Able to do that and figure out a way to do that where they sound really good because they don't want to disappoint their fans. Then you're throwing on a whole different realm of not being honest, not being you, not being transparent, not being country music. Because country music, to me, is being you, being the true you. And if you have to cover the true you up with essentially a program that changes what you sound like, you are not country music. Again, hot take. Punch me next time you see me, whatever. 100%. I understand. And I feel like auto-tune is something that didn't come from the country industry necessarily. It came from other industries. Specifically, country rap being that avenue where it encompasses into country music. And I even believe there's an art, there's an article by us, Saving Country Music, one of the best sites out there. Highly recommend if you're not following them on Facebook, Instagram, or just on their website, their blog post, they actually did a article on Auto-Tune a long time ago. And there's a lot of other articles, and I remember reading one that said that T-Pain said that he was one of the ghost writers of Nashville. And to hear that just kind of hits me and makes me think, wow, has country music really dissolved to what it is today? And that's why I wanted to sit here and talk about auto-tune for just a little bit. I'm not going to sit here and be like a rant session about auto-tune because I feel like it does have its its uh, its principles and its philosophies of being in music, 100%. But when you're 100% relying on auto-tune to sound better, to sound more produced, and then essentially lying to your audience, your fans, that you sound like this, and then you go to a live concert, and they sound nothing like it, and, man, it's just, it's not good. It's no bueno. 
So that is my rant. And that's what grinds my gears, as Peter Griffin says on Family Guy. I hope you guys kind of enjoyed this little bit different of an episode. This is the fourth episode I've recorded today. I have been put in work today. I've had a lot on my mind, apparently, when I woke up this morning. And sometimes it's harder than others when it comes to creating different topics and stuff for me to talk about. It's not necessarily an easy thing. Um, I don't sit here and necessarily think about, I want to talk about this guy, this guy, this guy, and then this discography, and then this subject. No, I sit there and I'll work on, like, say I had the Johnny Horton discography. I will work on that, put in a lot of work, and then after doing that, I have like, oh, well, Johnny Horton's music has, you know, a lot of American elements Country music's a part of American history. Let's dive into the history of country music. Boom. Episode. And then we're talking about elements of country music and the history of it. Boom. Autotune don't belong in country music. Then we're on a whole different avenue. Now I got 15 different episodes flying in my head and I got to decide which ones are good to talk about and which ones aren't. And that is truly masterful. And not saying that I'm masterful at this because I'm... I'm like the guy that goes into the test and hadn't studied anything half the time. I go in there and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wing it and see what happens. And I feel like I do a decent job winging it, but it ain't necessarily something I'm like, I'm going to go into every podcast winging it. But like this one, for instance, this is a wank 100%. So I hope you guys enjoyed this wank. And I hope you guys will look me up on the socials, on the email, on the Facebook. Talk to me. Let me know what you think. Send me a text, whatever whatever way you communicate with me. It's not that hard to get a hold of me. I'm usually pretty responsive. And one thing that I will say is if you guys would please, please, if you have not, and I say this almost every podcast because it is important 100% to get the podcast out there, leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneUp, or TuneIn, iHeart, Pandora, whatever you listen to to this podcast on Spotify, leave a rating. Let me know how I'm doing because that helps my discoverization go up. That way more people can hear this podcast and learn more about country music and maybe I can be the metaphorical Moses of country music. I'm I'm being stupid here. Moses and lead them through the Red Sea of this garbage country music, part the Red Sea to find the pathway to traditional country nirvana. (laughs) okay i'm done i hope you guys have a wonderful day thank you for tuning in as always i keep saying it keep country music alive in any way that you can play it for your friends play it for your families and i will see you guys in the next episode sign or adios goodbye